Dingo, and with me is Brody. What is up, bro? What's up, Mo? I am doing glorious. Got my energy level up. Yeah, I've, um, been, I've been working them. I'm I'm nice and relaxed after that six percent beer you gave me, guys. Mo's a lightweight. <laughs> I think he drinks wine coolers at home. Zima, thank you. As always, thanks for the likes, shares. Uh, keep sending us those pictures and tagging us in them. You know, repping your box, repping your favorite adult beverage as we get into those summer months we need to know what the new delicious beverages are so that way we can enjoy our summers just like you're going to don't send me no bud light pictures (laughs) i'm serious i'm sorry miller light no none of that stuff man we're we're high class here it has to be at least ten dollars a four pack or don't put it in the pictures at least right at least (laughs) and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on itunes yeah those always help uh leave us those reviews on itunes reviews on facebook and just we really do appreciate all those that you guys don't understand how much that helps us in terms of our ranking and it makes us feel really good about ourselves yes because as you can tell bro and i have some self-esteem issues i hate myself (laughs) we need to talk (laughs) but one of the things that sometimes people often hate themselves after is a competition because (laughs) they can they can depending on how horrible the programming is which you know, for the almost four years we've known each other, I've seen you subject some people to some pretty evilness. I just, I have no sympathy for it. <laughs> I don't. And the reason is because I'm not doing stupid stuff. Like I'm doing everyday CrossFit movements, but I just love to find those combinations that maybe you don't train. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, maybe all of the combinations people don't train. <laughs> yeah. People are like, well, I'm, I'm going for an hour and 20 or an hour and 30. Wait, no, hour and 45 minutes straight. I'm going to get tired. Yeah, it, but that's not, that's not it. Like, yeah. some of our stuff is very simple, but... The manner in which it's all connected. Absolutely. I think in, you know, honestly, we've talked, you can do a, you can do an AMRAP of really anything and it'll suck, mm-hmm. right? You can but, do an AMRAP of an empty barbell and it, it'll put yeah, you on the floor. It will. You know, it's just, it's your intensity factor. But I like finding those combinations that maybe people do uh, those movements, but they don't really find that, that twist. I, I like finding twists on mm-hmm. things that, just something like um, a deadlift, jumping air squat, um, and a box jump combination. Those, those three little things. A lot of people don't train a jumping air squat. We don't do it often, but we found it. I don't know how the hell we found it, but we found it in just something I programmed. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the, I watched, um, that was the year we had Marcus Hendren. Juice Weaver was on a team. Mm-hmm. You know, they just dominated. But it was awesome. <laughs> Juice was crushed. And he was looking <laughs> at Marcus Hendren because they were teamed up for that yeah. one. And Hendren run his ass into the floor. Yeah. Like he was laying down and the workout's still going on while Hendren's working. <laughs> and, but it was just a nasty, it was like a 185 pound deadlift, yeah. a jumping air squat and box jumps. And it was just a nasty combination. Yeah. And for somebody like Marcus Hendren, who's got a motor, uh, the, that could cripple somebody if you don't, if you don't, if you don't work it. But you know what though? Like we talked, man, Hendren was hurting on that. Just one. like everybody else. He was, he was hurting on that. Only one I had seen him do that, you know, you, you get these, uh, I've seen some, we have, we've had game, multiple games athletes here, but, mm-hmm. uh, some of most of them were team mm-hmm. game athletes, but, uh, in the regional athletes, you know, there's still, they do these little things that just show you that they're on another level. It's mm-hmm. kind of like their stamp and their stamp, his stamp was they, when he did 
30 full cleans unbroken at 165 and didn't even bat an eye. And mm-hmm. he was done in like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, 90 seconds or yeah, something. Something obscene. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's just, and it sounds simple, but this is at the, the towards the end portion of the competition. So you've After already been, been grinding walking. for a while. Yeah. So it's not as easy as you would think because everybody else is only doing about eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did 30. So today we are going to talk about competitions. Cover a few things, you know, the financial aspects, programming, what makes some competitions more challenging than others, and just maybe some of the things that you might not have thought about if you have not thrown a competition or if you've been to a competition or you want to enhance the quality of your competition. Just some things from both of our experiences. Brody has thrown multiple. I've thrown a couple myself, but I've worked with other event companies throwing competitions on a national level and, you know, down in Texas as well. So kind of giving you our insights and some of the things that we've seen and uh, some of the lessons learned that we've, we, we've uh, put in our little notebooks. Yeah. Cause I think when people show up, I mean, they know work goes into it if it's, if it's ran good, but maybe they don't know, like you know, it, there's a lot that goes into them to make them right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so I think the easiest place to start is financial. Yep. What about you know, it? It's, it's very hard to find, to throw a free competition. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as soon as you hold one, right? There's a cost. Yeah, because I'm I'm about three grand in shirts, and so mm-hmm. I gotta get it. That's if we sell out our two hundred. Yeah. So your competition is going to take place in May. I think it's May twenty. You know, I've you know I messed this one up. <laughs> May twenty fifth. You know, it's just all right. So let's start from the beginning. You know. You want to throw a competition. Mm-hmm. I guess let's just go and start with, well, why do you want to throw a competition? It's a lot of work if you've never done one. Yeah, I think it, there's a difference, right? If you, if you first start out, right, people who have, are, have thrown their very first event in their second, there's a ton of work that goes into it, preparation. Mm-hmm. And it used to take me about three months out mm-hmm. to, to get everything kind of lined up and going together. But after I got my template, Mm-hmm. Right, and it is a template. It's it's a lot of plug and play for some most aspects, and and then your 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 real thinking comes into getting the uh, prizes. Right, that takes some. I, that, I would agree. That takes people. Don't know. That's probably the That's, hardest it's part. Hard. It is hard. Is getting sponsors and prizes. Yeah, and 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 getting legitimate type prizes. I hate. You know, I, we do our best every time, but we don't have a consistent. Like it's not like hey. I can call these guys up every single time and get a freaking order of what, you know, we have three podium finishers and RX and scaled. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so first, second, third RX and scaled, then you're talking six people per team. Mm-hmm. Right. So talking 30, I got to get prizes for 36 people, yeah. which is, it's pretty tough yeah. to get something that's legitimate quality, quality prizes. So, and, um, and also uh, equivocal to the price that they paid. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, that's if you pay 60 bucks, okay. Say you pay 60 bucks mm-hmm. to compete, and that's probably where it's headed. You know, we still try to keep ours at 55, but I'm starting to see 60, and this used to be 40, and mm-hmm. it used to be 35. So it goes up, you know, after year after year. And, um, and there's the market changes as far as competition, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't, if I pay, and I, we compete a lot, we were just talking off the, on the, off the mic, you know, we have a competition as a gym. We're competing every single weekend in June. So mm-hmm. we keep, we're competing in 
April, May, June, July, August, September, and we'll compete in October mm-hmm. as well. And then it kind of dies off. But, you know, I don't, I don't really, if I pay 50, 60 bucks, I don't really don't, I don't care what the hell I'm going to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I really don't. Is a t-shirt cool? Does it fit? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is it some whack ass, you know, horrible, made in a sweatshop, some, bl- some dumb blend. Like mm-hmm. you got to know what you're, know what you like to wear. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you like to wear, you ask someone who has some little bit of style, <laughs> that <form laughs> stuff that, and there's a logo. Cool. Is mm-hmm. it, is it real busy? Just have like, I, I despise some of the stuff that I see with like, I hate cuss words on, and I, I cuss a little bit sometimes. A little, little bit. <laughs> I'm trying to watch that because I don't want my mom <laughs> busting me. But uh, I hate stuff that has the derogatory, uh, just this dumb Because I want to wear this shirt out. Yeah. You know? I, like Castro wears the dumbest shirts. Like it's, it's anti-church or F you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it's just dumb. So, you know. I, I like that type of stuff. So if I pay the money, I'm not really worried about the prices. I want to, I want it to run on time. Okay. Yeah. I want the, the judging to be across the board. I want it to be consistent, consistent. Right. Right. I, I want you, I want to see when I get there that you actually had a judges meeting and that you had a standards meeting with your judges and they are all on the same page on how to mark their score and how to, what, what's considered a rep or a no rep. Right. I, that's important to me. And then having a fun event, challenge me. I don't care. You can make it, honestly. You can make it as hard as you want. That mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. You can, you can crush me. I don't care. Don't under-challenge me because now it's a waste of my day, mm-hmm. right? Especially if they don't run it straight through like we do. If you're going to run in heats, right? And you say you have three or four events and you're running in heats, don't fall behind. And if you fall behind, you better make every effort to make it up because honestly, that's the, my biggest turnoff next to bad judging is it when you're, you're supposed to be up in an hour and it's an hour and 45 minutes. Absolutely. Uh, you know, having that ability to stay on time, it's a challenge, but making an effort to continue to stay on time. That was a long answer. Mo asked me, <laughs> we're talking about pricing, but I, I, that's what I, I don't expect much from the prices, mm-hmm. the prizes. So don't, I don't care. And don't give me a cash prize. I don't care. I mm-hmm. don't care. And I compete and we compete all the time. Is it cool? Yeah. I, I've, we got a couple of checks before it, it's whatever, mm-hmm. but it, I don't care about that. Give me a good event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me something in my, my bag. That's not stupid. We talked about, we don't want nail files and clippers and dumb shit, right? Give me something legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like that I can probably eat on the way home or yeah. on my way to five food is guys. always, yeah. Food always goes far. And, uh, just make it a fun event. And then I don't really don't care how much I pay. Yeah. Going back to the why, um, is it a fundraiser? You know, are you doing it to raise money? Is it for a cause? You know, things like, you know, cause I, you do the one, you know, to raise money for AEDs here. I do the one for breast cancer. Yeah. We're going to help out with one here shortly for juvenile diabetes. You know, I, I'm very much about helping people for a cause. And if that's the case, I'm not really concerned about what my prize is. You know, I'm there to support whatever it is they're trying to support. And I'll tell you what I appreciate about uh, Skyfall's putting one on for juvenile diabetes mm-hmm. and Mo runs his for cancer. Mm-hmm. And what I appreciate, okay, this is Skyfall's first competition as a gym alone. Um, and what I appreciate is they're doing this as a donation for charity, mm-hmm. but they're not doubling the fucking price. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. People do that. And I, I'm like, okay. I guess I've never paid attention to that. Right. They do that. And it's just stupid. Okay. 
I get it. You're trying to raise money, but that doesn't mean that you have to bleed me dry mm-hmm. because it, that's, a, that's annoying. If you've made this commitment to make a donation to this cause, okay. But you have to be willing and you have to be understanding that when that money starts rolling in, mm-hmm. it's coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Absolutely. You've made the choice and I'm supporting your choice, but don't charge me 25 yeah. to 50% more of what. To try and make up for money that you're going to have to spend out of your yeah, pocket. Right. Cause they're trying to say, well, we have a bottom line. Well, bro, that's part of this game. If you want to mm-hmm. do it for that. And I appreciate about these two events coming up in June um, that they're not, you know, Moses, I think a hundred bucks, so mm-hmm. 50 bucks a person. That's yeah. nothing. Um, it's real. I mean, in my opinion, it's, he could probably even go 60 and people wouldn't bat an eye, mm-hmm. um, especially for a cause. But if he was to go like 80 or 90, you can't do that. Yeah. You can. Yeah, yeah I could. Absolutely. Be ready to yeah. not sell. And then, because even the way mine came about, you know, they approached me. It was a, it's based off a rifle competition and they just wanted to know if they could bring some other sources of entertainment or sport in. And I was like, yeah, I'll try. You know, I, I was kind of new to the community here. So, it's very challenging for me to get people to come and participate, but, you know, I had to go walk and talk, you know, shake people's hands and, you know, look them in the eye and explain to them what I was doing and got fair participation. But like you said, you know, there was some money that came out of my pocket and that was fine because for me, it wasn't about just that first year. You know, I was looking for five years down the road, like what can this become? And, you know, you, sometimes you got to start things uh, with some personal investment. Yeah. You know, just like with you, with your first competition, I'm sure, you know, there were some there were some pains there, you know, whether it be financial or logistical or anything like that. So if you're going to throw a comp, be prepared to pay some sort of toll, whether it be time, time, yeah. um, money, uh, sanity, sleep, you know, there's going to be a cost associated with that. There is. And I, there's a cost in it. Most of the time should be time and sleep. That's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. I'm typically sick. <laughs> I am like legitimately sick. Yeah. Uh, going into a competition, especially uh, this last year, actually, I felt pretty good. I'm going to knock on wood, but I haven't, I wasn't sick at any of our events. And usually I'm, I'm like hanging on by a thread, Mo, and you know how <laughs> ours, ours are very long days. Yeah. And and now that Mo's been our DJ and I'm on the mic, like my voice hurts. I got to do, I got to get like chapstick in between because my, my lips are chapped. It's just, <laughs> I'm not even like, I don't even drink beer. I don't eat food. I'm chugging two gallons of water. Yeah. It's, no wonder I'm sick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So when we refer to cost, again, we're talking about, and we, we talked about time and everything, but the financial piece, I mean, are you going to have shirts? Uh, you better have shirts. Yeah, you be, if you're going to charge people, you know, I, I, my heart line is probably 50 bucks or more, then you probably need to have a shirt. I think that's an expectation of the CrossFit community and the competition scene. Try it. <laughs> try, try not try. having a shirt <laughs> and watch the revolt happen before your eyes. Uh, marketing. Are you going to spend money on marketing? Uh, you you can do a lot through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter without paying any additional money, but understanding, is it worth paying for those boosts? Do you have that kind of reach? And And we found out it doesn't work. It doesn't always work. And do do people know who you are? First of all, I mean, I think there's more, I think, I think it's a better investment to do those walk and talks like I did going to meet owners, you know, just going making some blind uh, contact versus someone just, you know, seeing it on Facebook and maybe flipping through it. Resources. Do you have the resources to throw a comp? Do you have enough bars? Do you have enough plates? Do you have enough wall balls? Uh, I've been to comps where, Bro, yeah. where they didn't have enough 
uh, equipment and they didn't realize it until the competition started. Can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And make sure your equipment's legit. I was just telling about a, a comp I did uh, two years ago and it was a clean ladder. And uh, I think it was five bars. It ended at 265, but it was an AMRAP, you and your partner. You, each one was worth one, two, three, four, five points. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we get to our 265. Fuck a bar didn't spin. You know how hard it is to do a clean when your bar doesn't, doesn't spin? spin at 265. Right? <laughs> You're already tired. And then come to find out, like the next heat, someone's barbell snapped mm-hmm. at that weight because it was rusted. Like mm. you can't do that. Like go borrow equipment. And I'll tell you, huge, huge shout out to CrossFit Heights, man. Anytime I've needed something, they're right there. And uh, I really appreciate that because I think, you know, the community aspect on that is, you know, I'll give my stuff out. Mm-hmm. You guys do is ask, right? Mm-hmm. Don't break it. Yeah. And if you do, you know what's up. But, yeah, exactly. Um, but I'll, I won't ever hesitate to help out another, uh, most communities that need my stuff because that's just, you know, but I, I help people. I mean, Mo's yeah. laughing. Mo's laughing because I, I just took a dig. Yeah, I'll take a dig. I don't care. I'll help out communities who want to help out us because mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that later. Like if you, you know, he brought up Gary V. You know, if you want, if you want people to help you, you got to help them. Yeah. And it's not like I expect anything in return, but you know, I got your back. You got to give. Yeah, yeah, you do. And and Heights Heights has always been there for us day one. Uh, volunteers, I think, is a very critical point. You know, to include your judges and your equipment crew, your volunteers, yeah, your <laughs> your people that are uh, working the door and doing registration, uh, whatever else you might have going on. Um, Brody's fortunate enough to have a situation where he he brings me in, and I'm able to provide sound know in terms of music and he's got mics and you know it gets pretty it's pretty loud in here i'd say yeah and uh, you know mo will never do this but you know, i'll plug mo if you need dj he's legit i mean i'm serious he, yeah he, he can laugh but he's legit i wouldn't say this i don't like mo could be standing across from me if i thought he sucked as a dj i would tell <laughs> you him. tell me I yeah would. <laughs> i would tell him right on here and i wouldn't i wouldn't have him come to our event but he does a great job and i think what it does for me is an event holder it takes something off my plate right and that's something i i've learn to do as mm-hmm. I've started doing these is I know my list. It's long. Like it's crazy. I'll have to send it if we're still doing <laughs> these the next my list on my whiteboard. It's like a scroll. It's crazy. Yeah. And then guess what? I erase that when those get marked off, it, it appears again. There's another one, right? <laughs> it's a never ending thing. So if I can take something off my plate like I know Mo, he comes in, he gets set up, his stuff set up the night before. I know that when I want to run the national anthem at 7 a.m. Okay. Mo's already going to be, he's going to be looking down, waiting for me to get to go, to give the go ahead. Cause we want to do that. So when he takes that pressure off me, it allows me to focus on other things. And I have Lane who does all of our organization, prints our score sheets, mm-hmm. labels them and just labels our t-shirts. You know how much time that takes? Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. So that's more time. I get to focus on making things run great. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, it's been a hard transition for me because I'm the type of person I want to do it all because mm-hmm. I feel like I you're responsible. Want, your name's on it. Not that I, I don't want to burden okay. others that yeah. w- they want to help and they say, well, I'll help you. What do you need? Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm got it. You know, mm-hmm. and all they want to do is, is take out the trash or mm-hmm. clean up the bathroom or help me. Do they want to help support. Yeah. And, and, and if, in the beginning I was, I was resistant against it. Not because I didn't want their help or need their help, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to feel, I, I put this on, mm-hmm. okay, and I didn't want to go have someone go out of their way to try to help me do something because I didn't want to put something on others. So I'm not that way. Mm-hmm. And I guess 
when we get down to the meat of the competition, the programming. Yeah. You know, no one wants to pay 50 bucks a person to come and do jumping jacks and, you know, and, and, uh, what, what do you call it? What, not, what was it before they were called burpees? The, uh, squat thrust. <laughs> That's how old Mo is, guys. <laughs> yeah. Programming. It's gotta, you have to have something that will entertain, challenge, you know, you know, insert whatever verb you want to put in there. You got to be able to provide something that will challenge the athletes. And appropriately, right. you don't want to do anything sketchy. You don't want anything, anything dangerous. Yeah. You know, you got to test them out. I'll tell you sketchy, bro. <laughs> what, throwing hatchets? <laughs> no. I did this dumb competition. And it was dumb because it was sketchy. And I, it, man, it's, it was just, it was all over the place. But anyways, they was doing... Deficit handstand push-ups on a set of um, PVC pipe parallelettes mm-hmm. on a gymnasium floor. Mm. Those things are- It sounds slidey. People refuse to do them. Oh. One person, you Prob- pr- when you press out- Yeah, they start sliding. If you press away in the slightest bit, you're, you, you land on your face. Mm-hmm. The, Dumb. It's just stupid. Well, it's, that's not dumb. That's unsafe. It's unsafe. They weren't tested. Mm-hmm. And this is where most talking about the programming. And programming isn't just putting you know stuff on paper and then anybody can do that. You got to test your stuff. Like mm-hmm. same same event. They had these. Um, they were trying to simulate a worm. Well, guess what? They're using heavy bags. One of the teams, half the stuffing came out of the bags. They allowed them to continue. They're doing <laughs> half the weight. They're cruising. Yeah, they're of course cruising. they are. Yeah, but they're not doing anything. You know and so the programming is, yeah, get it on paper, run through it, mm-hmm. okay, test it, mm-hmm. be validated, validate what you got on paper, right, and then make the adjustments because you know I've programmed a lot for competitions and I still I still find small things I got to tweak. You know I would not find these out unless I physically ran through them myself and got the input of the people who ran through them as well. Mm-hmm. And that's if you want to make it good. And this is what we talked about. We talked about time investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the time you want to make a good event, you know, get your programming on point. It doesn't have to be something extravagant, Mm -hmm. right? Challenge them and make it to where it's safe. Okay. Make it make sense and don't make people like leave the competition scratching their head. Like what the hell was, what was that? Cause you don't want that. Cause guess what? Now you get a bad rep. Yeah, in the reference to the hatchet, uh, there used to be a competition uh, here that we mentioned in the previous episode that back at the ranch where they would do these really different things. I think the last year they had it, they were it was something with paintball guns, and then I've they seen did archery, them, yeah, archery, yeah. Uh, throwing hatchets, uh, yeah, just lots of crazy rustic stuff. And, and you know what? That's they were known for that. Yeah, that's that was their that niche. was their thing. Yeah, that was their thing, and that's nothing wrong with that, honestly. But but that just seems like. And if, if I'm, if I'm sucking wind, the last thing you need to give me is a hatchet to throw. <laughs> All right. So, uh, wad five is hatchet catches for time. <laughs> Partner one has apple on head. Partner number two throws hatchet at apple <laughs> and go. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to own a gym or have a, a affiliation with a gym owner, you know, you may or may not have to pay for a venue. You know, I, I'm lucky enough to where the venue I have mine, it is outdoors. It's out in a range and the 
organization I work for, 3G Tactical, they take care of the range, they take care of the insurance, you know, they give me the resources I need in terms of like a tent and all the other crazy stuff that I need out there. And that's pretty awesome. But not everybody has that luxury. You know, if you're at a gym, one of the things that I think we talked about previously is making sure that your insurance covers competitions. Mm -hmm. Because that's one of those things that might not necessarily be covered in your insurance rider. Right. That's important. Yeah, that's very important. I mean, granted, we don't ever want to see anyone get injured. But again, like a handful of things that Bro and I have talked about, that's one of those things you need to have before you need it. Well, I'll tell you straight up. You know, we did uh, the last one at AKP Trinity. Our trainer, Jason, oh, yeah. yeah, he um, he literally warmed up for 10 minutes. He hit his, it was a three-rep max. He was warming up for a snatch, yeah. Yeah, uh, power snatch, mm-hmm. three-rep max. And uh, he hit that right prior, mm-hmm. power snatched it three times. It did like, we had like a three or four-minute rest going into the event. So he knew that, you know, he's fresh, that mm-hmm. he'd do that in the build. And uh, caught it wrong. A power snatch, just caught it wrong. He's been crossfitting for you know, five years, he's not, mm-hmm. he moves good and ends up tearing his, I don't know if I told you, but yeah, he has two tears in his shoulder. So he has to, he's getting ready to have shoulder surgery. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. I he's didn't know be, that. Yep. He's going to be out of commission. It's just a freak thing. Like he literally just hit this. It is not his, it was not a max load. Mm-hmm. He had warmed up properly. Means. He is a great CrossFitter yeah. and just caught it weird and mm-hmm. it landed weird and ended up getting two tears in his shoulder because it dislocated. And then we proceeded to do a four-person event with three people, which was rough. <laughs> I was dead. Yeah. So Chris Galvan at a Trinity Competitions in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, you uh, you put a hurting on uh, the team from CrossFit Excess. Yeah, you want to make that a little rougher? <laughs> Don't make it a four-person. Program the same, make it a three-person. It's tested. <laughs> we talk about uh, community and family and you know networking within our circles within our respective areas where we live. One of the things that bro and I routinely talk about is deconflicting your dates. You know, when you try and schedule an event, you know, making sure you look at the calendar. We're fortunate here to have Brandon Martell and DeFit United, the site that he runs, and he basically puts a calendar up and it's accessible. I think he covers, you know, Dayton, Columbus, maybe part I think parts of Cincinnati, even parts of Kentucky. I've seen stuff, from, seen stuff from Indiana and West Virginia. So he does a very good job of getting a lot of reach in terms of our area. And it, it's, a, it's a blessing to have that resource because you can, you know, when, I, when I'm trying to plan my event, you know, I, I have a little bit of control over it, but not much. But looking at that and knowing, okay, well, this is the date I have. You know, let's plug it in there so that way people can start to get an idea of, you know, when my comp is going to come around. It's only a resource if people use it. Well, that too. Just look. Mo is nice. I'm not. <laughs> I'm serious. This is, this is a, it's a problem. I love competitions. I think every gym, if you think you can hold a good event, hold the event. I'm completely cool with that. But do not, do not, and I can't express this enough. I don't even do it this day. People who run competitions legitimately don't do this. Don't step on someone else's event. Mm-hmm. And stepping on an event does not mean holding on the same day, which has happened to me. It's don't, happened to me too. Right? Don't do it. Okay. Second, it's, it's don't put it in between two events. Like if you have an event and you look at the calendar, which you should, if you want to use the resource that Brandon mm-hmm. provides our community, mass communities, mm-hmm. if there's an event first week of the month, okay. And an event the third week of the month, just because that second week is open, open, you yeah. shouldn't slide in there. Cause what's, here's what's going to happen. If you're in the same community, 
we talk about competing. We spend thousands of dollars as a gym each summer, spring to compete as a gym. Mm-hmm. We, we do a ton of competition. And it's because we want to support Mo. We want to support Skyfall. We want to support these other gyms. We go, mm-hmm. we hit the Columbus ones. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody who go supports us, too. we go to yeah. Kentucky. Anybody yeah. who supports us, we're there for them. That's mm-hmm. just how we're going to send a crew and we'll be there to support you. But don't step in the middle of an event. That's just the most disrespectful thing to do. And don't think that because you did it and no one says anything that no one's talking about it because you just don't do that. In all honesty, you know, I could have stepped into uh, and had one on June 2nd. There's three events in June, right? Mm -hmm. This month, I think it's June 2nd to Saturday. It's roughly whatever. The first weekend in June, I could have jumped into that. And then we had three events, boom, 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 right after mine. I'm not going to do that. I'm not taking away from our community. Okay. People put, they put their events out first. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. Not going to take away from the community. Secondly, I'm, I'm now I'm going to try to I'm trying to split people. Which one are we going to do? We got three, right? I don't I can't afford your one hundred eighty dollar a month bill is what just popped up because you're going to do three events. And that's one of the things that a secondary impact of having multiple competitions in a short window is that now you're asking the athletes to choose where they're going to spend their money because I'd say it's few and far between that an athlete or group of athletes from the same box will compete three weeks in a row because you say, I mean, let's just say average 50 bucks a head, mm-hmm. you know, on top of your paying for your protein and your gym membership and your gas. And, you know, maybe you want to feed your family, so, you know, another 150 bucks, you know, that, that's real money. It's no, it's real money. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that you're not in, you're not talking babysitters. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> like, yeah, some of us have families. Right. Yeah. And you or being away from your family three straight weekends all day on a Saturdays mm-hmm. is just don't do it. Or it's just not, it's not right. It's creating challenges. Is it, it can create a rift. Yeah. Right. Don't do it. Just, just accept that these dates are already taken and, and don't, don't do it. Don't slide in on someone's competition. And I'm talking, it's hard. You know, if you're, if you're talking, you try not to, I try not to step on anything in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Columbus supports our gyms all the time. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of pool from Columbus. So I, I don't even try to step on there. So I'm watching the Columbus community. I'm watching the Dayton community. I'm watching, you know, Tip City, up north, down south, whatever, up everywhere. I'm trying to watch. I don't want to step on theirs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you also got to respect events. And that's my opinion, mm-hmm. right? I will never step on an event that has been running for five straight years mm-hmm. on that date every freaking year. Yeah. It's their date. And same thing for me. Like I know I'm the, probably the newest comp in town and I cap mine very low, you know, 20 teams because I don't, I don't need, I'm not trying to get 50 or hundred teams with one. I don't have the resource to facilitate that. And two, it's unnecessary. You know, I, I just don't need to do that. Yeah. It's, I don't, don't do it, please. <laughs> That was me kind of being nice. And then, you know, and going back to what we were just talking about there as far as the support piece, you know, if you want people to participate in your events, you yeah. have to participate in their events. I mean, there are some times where it, it just doesn't work out. You can't send maybe as many teams, but you better send somebody doing that. Your diligence, you know, to at least send a team, you know, I think routinely here, I very rarely see at your competitions, a gym that sends only one team. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a very small gym. Right. For the most part, they're having, you know, multi, you know, no less than two teams, I think, for the most part, mm-hmm. if we go back historically and look at all your registration. And that's because you support their gyms with multiple teams. You know, you had 
uh, multiple teams at the Arnold. Um, well, yeah, that's a, well, that's 12 athletes right there. Yeah. Like the whole Gary V analogy we gave earlier, give, 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 take, you know, by giving your support, giving money, you know, and just showing that you care about their competitions, they're in turn going to support your competition. Yeah. And I'll tell you straight up. Okay. Uh, when a gym sends these teams to our events, you know, I reach out to them and I, I let them, I tell them personally how much I appreciate it. And then I try to, to reinforce that as much as I can, because, you know, I do, I, I can't say it enough and our members can't say it enough, how much we appreciate people who support our events, because in all honesty, we, we are making money off of this. Mm -hmm. I don't do it for them. I don't, I don't, I don't even count. I don't even rely on this money for anything. I don't, I don't budget. Oh, we have free competitions coming up. I'm going to budget this for that. I don't even mm -hmm. do that. Right. Cause I don't know what we're going to sell. I mm -hmm. don't know how we're, I, I kind of think we know how, mm -hmm. but you know, that money, it literally gets right back into our gym. I don't, you know, I think one, the last one I took 50 bucks and I bought an Xbox. Game. <laughs> it was online. So I didn't even go anywhere. I, this, that's what I took. Yeah. The rest literally went back to the gym, 100% into the gym mm -hmm. equipment. You know, we're, we're, we're remodeling our, um, our bathrooms and our entire area in here. Mm -hmm that money comes from there. So we're putting it back in for our members. And that's why our members appreciate it mm -hmm. because they love the support. They, and they love meeting new people, right? Mm -hmm. They do. They make a lot of friends on Facebook. They, mm -hmm. they, they have a huge respect for how they compete and how they carry themselves if they're mm -hmm. not douchebags. And that, that's a whole other aspect that they appreciate that aspect. If they appreciate, they know the money that I make isn't, I'm not going out and like putting rims on your car. Yeah. Right, I mean, <laughs> do people still do that. I don't know, but I'd go. I'd go buy a gun or something. <laughs> yeah, same. Right, here. and but well, I don't. It goes back into the gym. So, I but that in turn goes back into the competitions that you're going to throw yeah, subsequently. Yeah, the equipment I get, I get yeah. to add new variables, whatever it is. You guys get cooler bars. I you know we try to keep our stuff pres pres as pristine as possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, but I think another thing that people don't understand what this what these competitions do for their the gyms. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, it boosts their, it, it boosts, it boosts them financially, mm -hmm. right? What they do with it, I can't control. Mm -hmm. Right. But I know as an owner, right. I know if people come and support ours. I know what it does for me as a business owner and what I can do with that, the financials. Okay. And I, that's why we support others, mm -hmm. right? Because they come to ours or we go to them. Do I expect them to come? No, but I, I tell you what, they, they should come. If, if they're if they're if they're sending me a message and you're going to tag me on something on Facebook with your event, you better have come to mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't tag me in that shit and don't send me a message in that because I'm like, I'm going to ask you, why weren't you at my last three? <laughs> I'm serious and I'm yeah. not being a dick, but why do you want me to help you when you can't even, you have 250 members, but you can't send six? Mm -hmm. You kidding me? It's just not right. And then- kind of wrapping this up, but going back to that financial aspect, it's probably not the best idea to try and throw a competition solely to raise money. There's no guarantees that you will generate the revenue that it even costs to put the event on. Uh, I've seen, I've been to competitions and I've uh, been in a couple where it was evident that they weren't going to get nearly what they put into it. Because, you know, it's time, money, resources. Like I said earlier, there's a cost affiliated with that. And to do it solely to raise revenue, it's, 
it's kind of asking a lot. It's, it's risky. Okay, it's risky because here's what happens. And I believe this is in every facet of life. If you do something solely for the money, okay, and that is what you're fixated on mm-hmm. is, is X, the money. You're going to miss something. You will miss something. You're, you're going to be so focused on that end dollar, you're going to miss a detail here mm-hmm. and a detail there and a detail there. And then now what? You, ain't, you can get that money, but guess what happens next year? They may not come back. Yeah, yeah. the money's gone or it's reduced, cut in half because you're so focused on the end result of the financial possibilities mm-hmm. that you've missed some critical details. And, you know, we talked earlier, I do it for the experience. I do it. The, I get to hang out with my crew. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get to test programming. That's what I like to do. I love to compete with my people. I really do. I love it. It's something I really look forward to. Mm-hmm. Keeps try to stay in shape right, <laughs> as an owner. And, um, but you know, if you miss those details, the people who are doing it, they notice mm-hmm. and they, I, I don't go back. There's a couple events that have happened. I've, I will never go back to, mm-hmm. they still, so, uh, only one gym actually still has an event mm-hmm. that they still hold events, but I still won't go to them. Two of them. That was the, the last ones we went to. That was the last ones they ever did because you know what? They they're fixated on the financial aspect and they forgot about us who was getting them to the financial yeah. aspect. You can't forget about the people competing. Absolutely not. Because that's what makes the competition happen. Yeah. That's the first thing I do when we do our judges. I thank all of them. They may think I'm just doing it just because to make, to make them feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm letting them know without you, this is what I say, without you guys, this does not happen. Mm-hmm. I can hold and I can program the best event. I could have the best workouts that just are off the wall. But you can only, you as a human being can only count reps on one person at a time. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have judges. Yeah. And and I'm talking, yeah, yeah, we're talking, you know, the support staff that we have from our gym. That's huge. Mm -hmm. You can't can't do it without our people judging and stuff. But the people who sign up, I can't hold it without them. If you don't come and you don't register, I can't hold this event. Yeah. And I truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I, I do. I look at all of them in the eyes when we're going to the, the quick briefing in the morning. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Without you, we can't do it. And I, I'll say Absolutely. that every single one. Yeah. So just kind of doing a quick recap here, you know, understanding your why, why are you throwing the competition? You know, you, that's something you hear me talk a lot about is why are you doing it? Understanding the financial aspects of it and the programming, make sure it's safe, but also making sure you're providing quality mm-hmm. uh, tests of those athletes. And lastly, that sense of community and support, you know, right. If you're not supporting your, your local family, you know, you might not sell out. And even if you don't sell out, that's not a bad thing because sometimes it just doesn't happen. And, and yeah. Cause in all honesty, there's, there's gyms in our community that, you know, I don't get along with some of them. That's just the way it is. Every community has that. And, and I don't know, I don't care what it is. I really don't care, but we still send people to their shit. Mm-hmm. We really do. And I just, we send it to them. But I don't care if they don't say anything. I don't expect nothing from that. Mm-hmm. We're still going to send the support there because our people will say they want to do it. What I'm going to say is, uh-uh, you ain't doing their competition. <laughs> I'm telling this to a grown-ass adult. Like, <laughs> you can't go do a competition. But no, I support your communities because one day, I think Mo said this, um, I don't know what episode it was, but you just don't know when you're going to need that person yep. or that community for something, mm-hmm. for a fundraiser that's critical to yeah. you and a, a passion like cancer is to Mo and yeah. like the diabetes is, is for Skyfall. And you just don't know. Don't, don't burn those bridges because mm-hmm. you know what happens. You burn bridges, man. They don't, no one builds them back. Yeah. 
I ain't building no damn bridge. Yeah, and, and that's always a good opportunity to network and, and meet people. You know, I, I've met so many people DJing events here. It's yeah. led to other uh, opportunities Arnold, for me. It led me, yeah, it led to the opportunity to me announce at the Arnold for, um, on the floor and doing their webcast. Mm-hmm. Um, people have trusted me enough from our community here locally to do their DJ their weddings, you know, DJ corporate events for their um, work centers. So, you know, just getting out and meeting people and and being part of that family and that community, it it's there's lots of goodness in there. I love, you know, it, uh, we talk about this as our competitors. We love we love to travel and and hang out with the people who are competing. Mm-hmm. We do. We we like to see them. It's maybe it's the only time you see them because we're in our gym, they're in their gym, whatever. Mm-hmm. And especially when we go to the Columbus scene, we love the Columbus scene. It's they are there. Everybody there's so awesome. Everybody's just like want to throw down. They want to just give it and they got some like they're they're they competitors, competitors out there legitimate competitors and uh so it's cool to actually see them and hang out with them and talk to them because you know you may only see them on facebook mm-hmm. and and guess how you met them at a competition, at a competition and yeah. now you guys are friends on facebook so you're facebook friends and you get a you know you communicate and then when you have these events it's cool to see them and it's cool to compete against them and and you know pushing yourself because you know they're legit and they know you're legit yeah. and it, it just it raises the competition and you know you're hugging and high five and afterwards and that's yeah. that's some cool shit you that, know it is awesome that, yeah. that's what that i like camaraderie that brotherhood that, that family and that community right. and then honestly they don't even care they no one at that point in time they're not saying that they beat you or we beat them in that in that workout mm-hmm. it's just man damn we we both brought it <laughs> and then that's the that's the respect because I want to drop the bar 15 reps ago, but you did not stop. <laughs> like you could have stopped. You totally could messed have bo- up. You probably messed up my game plan. We could have both rested <laughs> and then went really hard in the end. Right. But no, you had to make a, a poor decision to keep going. So I had to go. <laughs> All right. And I think that brings this episode to a close. Our call to action. Why don't you tell us about what your favorite competition is? Or if you've never competed, if you've got one planned up, let us know what you're going to compete in and how you're going to throw down. And hit up that mentality, man. There you go. Yeah, hit up yeah. that mentality episode. Absolutely. I'm yeah. in that visualization. I mean, yep. legitimate, dude. I mean, Frank, man, you're killing it. Frank, <laughs> Frank's been listening to that mentality, I think, every day of his life. <laughs> He's loving it. But yeah, I think it's cool stuff. Awesome. All right. And with that being said, I'm Mo and I'm out. Later. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Yeah, I think the last word you used was community. Yeah. Do, do they want to protect that? Okay, mm-hmm. because you don't have to be passive aggressive. You don't have to be like in your face with everything that, you know, I'm a problem solver, so I bring problems to you yeah. so we can solve them. I'm not, I don't do it to be a dick most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> there, sometimes I am just being a dick, but um, you've earned that um, when I flipped that switch. So moving on. Uh, so if you really care about your community, what you're going, what you're going to do, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking shit. You got to stop laughing. <laughs> I can look away from Mo, but when I look left and you're laughing, I'm like, oh, I got to look right. <laughs> All right.